They want me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah. I remain the same. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, you already know, man. On the mighty, mighty Nerf DJ's radio network. And my bad. Um, I am uh, waiting on my guest, Chief. And let me uh, shoot him. I thought I had shot him the... Uh, what you gonna call it? The link? I guess I did not. So I'll take that L. Uh, my my apologies. Pretty sure I did. But anyway, uh, how y'all doing, man? How's life? What's going on with you? Give me one second. Uh, bam. All right. Yo, and if you uh, are just tuning in, man, yo. The Derez Deshaun interview, it jumped off a little late. My apologies. However, man, yo, it was very, very, very dope, man. Just a beautiful soul. Just a, just a, a wonderful conversation. Um, make sure that you uh, check that out. It is on. It will be on all streaming platforms currently. It's on YouTube. Uh, and that's the Intellectually Petty Radio YouTube channel. <coughs> oh, shit. Excuse me. I know. It, it, it got... It. It caught me slipping, sort of, kind of. When you get old, you get away with shit like that. Oh, and hold on. I didn't realize my hat didn't match. You know, I got to get that together. And before we uh, go any further, man, I got to introduce, man, my brother, man, Robert Griffin, also known as Chief, uh, All-American, former NBA player, former Globetrotter, entrepreneur, to the to to the world, um, just an overall just dope ass individual and a part time superhero. <laughs> What's going on, that, bro? Appreciate that. What's going on, fam? How you doing, man? Sorry about the, the little delay. You see where I'm at? I just got done with an important meeting, bro. And um, I kind of was telling you a little bit about it. I can't really, you know, disclose too much, but there's some great things going on, man. Everything I told you on the phone is going down, bro. No, do me a favor. Turn your phone to the side. To the side? Yeah, let's get that landscape view. To the side like that? Uh, I feel like I'm upside down. Well, actually, you are. Usually, it's supposed to straighten it out, straighten itself out. And I forgot. Somebody told me there's like a uh, something in your settings where you can actually change that. But fuck it. We'll rock with it the way it is. You sure? It, it ain't, let me see. No, we'll live, bro. I'm trying to see, uh, yeah, my phone can rock. My phone can rock. It's on the setting where it's, it's, uh, it's changing. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Yeah, I don't just, know what's going on with that. Yeah, you know. It, it, is it, is it in this settings? Uh, I, I'm not sure. It's all right, bro. We're, we're yeah. Sure, you know, technology sure. don't always be technology in yeah, man. that's a word. What's going yes, on sir. with you, man? How's life, man? How's your family? Man, everything is peace, bro. Just everything is just um on the way up. On the way up, man. Um my family is great. You know what I mean? I can't complain. They you know, they're healthy, they're here. Man, and that's what it is, man. We just always looking to do something, man, out here in the world, man. That's it. That's what's up, man. So where you want to start at, man? You want to start at the beginning? Um, start it now? Wherever you feel like you need to start it at, brother. I'm, I'm going off I'm going off your rhythm right now, bro. All so, right, so let's start with basketball, man. Like at what point yeah. did you did you realize, you know what, I might actually have a chance to get to the league? <laughs> um you know, as as a youth, you always got admiration, right? You mm-hmm. always want to um, you're always going to tell yourself you're going to get there. But uh, in actuality, you know, once you start getting older, you see people you thought was going to make it don't make it. So um, I want to say probably I, I definitely want to say ninth grade, going to my ninth grade year where, you know, my, my, my godfather, Mike Garland, um, 
ex-Michigan uh, State head assistant coach, man. Um, he used to take me up to U of M and Michigan State. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, U of M was like right in my backyard, of course, just 10 minutes away. I went to Belleville High School. I'm from the area, Ypsilanti, um, Ann Arbor, Metro Detroit area also. Okay. So he used to take me up to uh, U of M. And I'd be like the only high school player in there. Besides, it was one other player, and I think he went to Huron, but he was a senior. Okay. Um, they was kind of looking at him, but I was going up there playing against the old Fat Five and that new Fat Five that was coming in with like Robert Trailer, Albert White, um, um, oh Travis Conlon, Lewis Bullock. You know, that's a couple of years before Albert White got in there. But I was like in eighth, ninth grade, and it was la- uh, Joe Dumars, his last two years with the Pistons. He used to come down with Allen Houston, and I used to play against all these uh, pro players and college players. And I wasn't just playing. I was really holding my own. Um, okay. If if uh, if that was a little bit stronger – you know, um, on the defensive end, when I was in eighth, ninth grade, okay, that's probably the only little advantage they had, but I made sure they had to stick me too. So with that, you know, um, I was developed pretty well, man, as a youth coming up. I had some great, you know, some great players around me. Like I said, Mike Garland, my uncles, my uncles was great players. Some people in the city, we had, you know, we had a wealth around a wealth of good talent in, in my area, man. Okay. So I came up seeing a lot of ballers and playing with a lot of great ballers in my area. So when I was in ninth grade, that's probably was, I was like, oh, I'm holding my own. And then Steve Fisher, you know, he don't even allow high school players to come in there to play in the summer with, with those type of guys. But um, I got my respect after my first day and it was come up every time after that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I seen right there that transition knowing I could really do this. Yo, what was Robert Trailer like? Big boy, man, mobile. You know what I'm saying? He was uh, no fear on that court. You know what I mean? He, it didn't matter how big he was. He was mobile. He was still going to put it down, and he was agile. You know what I mean? That's why they call him tractor trailer. You know what I'm saying? Tough, tough guy in that paint. Excuse Yo, me, a tough man. guy in no, that paint. I understand. Trust me. Yo, man, but I used to be a big fan of his, though, man. Oh, my God. And we ain't yeah, going to talk like about the original like Fat King. Five. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Jimmy God. King used to come back and play a lot. And that's that's one of my big bros is Jimmy King, man. That's very close to that guy. Uh, I love what he's doing now. He just got his degree um, okay. with his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's doing some amazing things with his life, man. And I'm uh, uh, very proud of that cat. Yeah, what about Jimmy Jay Rose? Kings. You get a chance to play with Jay Rose? Yep, Jay Rose. Yep, I've been knowing him since high school. You know, I, I played for Team Michigan. Okay. Uh, and, and if anybody don't know uh, in the area when you were in Michigan, that was like these AU squad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because we had all top players from Michigan really come and be a part of that squad, even if you was out of state. You know, Kevin Garnett came and played with Team Michigan. We had some real uh, true talent. Excuse me. On that team, and um, uh, that was the squad, like Team Michigan, man. If you didn't know nothing about it, that was it. All right, so uh, ninth, tenth grade, you get through that. You get through high school. What college did you go to? Um, my first, my first one, I went to a, a top JC. Actually, um, they've been winning some rings here, and you know, uh, especially after I left, I was able to, you know, lead the way and bring a. a a, a different type of talent to that school. It's called Southeastern um, Iowa. Okay. I went to this top JC, man, was, you know, all American out of there. Uh, really brought brought some things through there. They was able to win the championship the year after I left. We were supposed to win while I was there. We was killing, <laughs> you know. You know how you come up with that young group? And they wasn't, they was ready, but they that next year they, fought, they, they figured it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, and then I went on to University of Iowa, man, where I was able to uh, uh, do some things. You know, I, I, I actually was supposed to be at Michigan State, man, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I ended up at University of Iowa where, you know, um, I, I met some lovely people. Uh, great fan base, man. Great people in Iowa. 
Uh, I got really? family out there. Yeah, I got family out there in Iowa, bro. Um, they they do some nice things. I don't like to kind of tell my family business, man, and nothing like that. But <laughs> we do some major stuff in the world, and uh, and, and actually, one of my cousins out there inspired me to be a good businessman, man, because mm-hmm. he was moving like a ball player without the basketball. And, you know, he's damn near my height. And I seen all the business accolades that he that he had and where he was what he was doing. So, he you know, he's one. His name is Beta Grantham. Um, okay. You got to look him up. You got to look him up. Uh, he's definitely an inspiration for me in this business lane. I, I didn't know it was black people in Iowa that didn't play on the team. Are you, huh? I didn't you know said, it was hey, black man, people. Hey, look, you're not the first to say that. But what's so crazy, man, <laughs> Iowa's full of, full of black people, bro. They love they love black people. Don't get me wrong, man. I don't want to, you know. They just don't, you know. Like every state, nobody be like, "Hey, black people, hey, everybody, everywhere come." <laughs> but Iowa, Iowa, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Iowa actually the most one of the most diverse states in the U.S. We're we're one one of the most uh, diverse um, universities in the U.S. Check us out, University of Iowa, bro. We we, we got all races there and. And, and and it's a good time in Iowa, bro. It's it's a different way of life if you're from any other state. Um, if you're looking to, let's see, I'm gonna take your word for it, bro. Hey, dude, if you're looking to make something of yourself, bro, when I say you can go to Iowa, Iowa's a rich state. Everybody, somebody owns something in there, and that's why I'm trying to tell you, I got a great family, man, great cousins there. Somebody or somebody owns something. If you're not about doing nothing, if you looking to do something. Man, go to Iowa and meet somebody. Your life will change, man, because you got to understand, man, when I played there, there's a lot of people from Chicago, Milwaukee, out of states. I was almost like a a a, a, a little Cali, like a, a beach town. A, it's a party town, bro. We we always, like, up there as a top party school every year. When I was there, we was either one or two. So, um... Iowa. Yeah, man, Iowa is fun, bro. Like if you go to Iowa, you meet some people who don't know. Look, Iowa, Iowa's all right. Iowa's you are, all right. You're by me. absolutely the first person I've ever heard put Iowa and fun in the same sentence. Hey man, you got to know some people, bro. Like you got to know what it is out there. Like for I've real, I've never for been real. there, so you it's, you know what? I'm gonna have to take your word for it. Man, it's a little hub, man. You got to go. You got to go. You'll be you you you'll be very pleased. Could like well. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to see, man. <laughs> hey, I'm so, just saying, man. You'll be pleased, bro. What happens after college? You 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 done with Iowa? What what yeah, happens what next? Happened, well, actually, what happened after college? I end up, um, brief but short story. I end up going like towards Lansing, towards Michigan State. My godfather, like I told you, um, um, head assistant. Um, I've been knowing Tom Izzo again, my godfather, since a little kid, man. Um, so he's like Uncle is, you know. Um, those guys, they, 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 they put me under their wing a little bit, man, and helped me uh, conquer some things in this world because, you know, I went through a little, I went through a little something after leaving Iowa, man, because you know, uh, uh, scrutiny, scrutiny is the worst thing for any anybody in sports. You get scrutinized mm-hmm. left and right. And, and you got to have the right mentorship while you at school going into going into pro. Okay. Um, so I was always highly touted. Don't get me wrong. Uh, with the pro NBA and all of that. So I actually have to go to go towards Michigan State and and uh, and get some things, you know, recalculated. Uh, okay. I actually, Tom Izzo, Mike Garland, great people, man. They actually got a chance to put me in front of some more uh, NBA guys uh, in state. And while I was at state, I almost had a chance to actually, I thought I was going to actually play one of my years there. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had to actually go through a full year of acting like I was going to play, but wake up every morning, 530 in the morning, getting still getting ready to accomplish a dream. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing where where it's going to take you know what I'm saying? After mm-hmm. after the leave, you know, Iowa or whatever. So uh I've been through that year at Michigan State. Met up with my bro, Montine Cleves, man. That's my brother. Love that dude to 
that, man. Um, Mike Garland, my godfather, made sure we all connected. And uh, and I had, like I said, I had to get up every morning like I was playing the seed. I had, you know, to get ready for whatever whatever's comes my way, you know, being around Michigan State players, you know, personalities, mm-hmm. just still maintaining that level of play while I'm not even playing the season. So when that time comes at the end of the season, you'll be ready. You know, yeah, they know I'm well equipped. They can speak mm-hmm. well for me. So they start bringing in all uh, all the NBA guys that told me, you know, you're going to be right here. No matter what happened, I was going to be right there. So they start bringing in all these NBA scouts. And next thing you know, I'm I'm leaving out, heading out to workouts, heading out here, heading out there. Um, I had to go overseas, like, you know, of course, um, my first couple of years. I played in the NBA G League first when it first started. Okay. Um, and then I went over to England. Been what was South that like? Korea. England? Yeah. Ooh, I love England. I, I I played and lived there. Like, England is one of my second spots I go to just go kick it at it. I got friends there I still talk to right now. Um, England is beautiful. London um, and Birmingham okay. and Newcastle, Newcastle, the new beach. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, England is something else, man. <laughs> England, hey, look, England is something else. And I want to say, look, all across the world, I definitely want to say, U.S., we're the only ones that do what we do. You know what I'm saying? But England and Europe is is beautiful, bro. It's, it's nothing like it. All the stories you hear from over there, from here, y'all go see what it's like. Beautiful place to be at. Yeah, Met some great fly, people. Bro. Yeah, it's very fly. I've been played in South Korea. Now, South Korea is one of my other spots, man. Really? South Korea. South Korea. You know, we got an army base out there, so it's like right. mixed race. It's, 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 it's hella Americanized in South Korea. I, I stayed in Ichiyong, South in Seoul. So, you know, Seoul got like 16 million people, probably plus in there. It's a very big city, bro. Really? It's, it's like, it's like, it's almost like New York on steroids. Man, they got TVs on every building. They got these. They got their own luxury cars, and they got you know our stuff over there too. But they got this one shopping lane out there, man. It's like none other, bro. All you gotta have is your American money, and and, and they finna show you all the exclusive stuff, man. Them, them suits out here that be costing three, five thousand dollars, a hundred dollars there. Jordans out there, fifty dollars, thirty five dollars. Gucci, Gucci ones, Louis Vuitton ones. You get those done. You get them, man. It's twenty five dollars, bro. Like literally, man. I'm not. I, listen, that's a hub. Those places, those people out here who be having stores, they right. go there to go shop and bring clothes back and stuff like that, man. Because a lot of celebs over there, they test their product out. Of a lot of people don't even know that. Like if you see a celeb that came out with a product, it it's been tested in South Korea for sure to see how the sales are gonna go, see how people are gonna like it. It's, South Korea is a uh, is a big travel tourist spot. Hmm. Literally, man, they take pre- they, the presidents go. They got pictures with a lot of NBA players who've been there. So when you go to these shops, these Koreans, man, they keep pictures of everybody, of everybody. Up pictures of Bill Clinton stores I've been into, um, like personal pictures, bro. So yeah, That's crazy. Man, um, yeah. All right, so so you do you do the uh, international basketball thing. How do you yep. get back here? Uh, got back here, you know. Um, let's see. Get into your. I don't know if you guys remember. You know, CBA was still rolling around a little yep. bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, after you know the job uh, Isaiah did to it. Um, but uh, the let, CBA let, 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 was. A, hold on one second, because let him tell it. With all due respect, stop. Love Isaiah, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but he basically said that the NBA basically ruined it for him. I mean, he was, uh, he's the NBA. He came to the CBA. The CBA got bankrupt when he was head of it. I mean, what, what are you talking about? There's nothing else to talk about. It was a lot of guys. It was, a, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of guys. It was a lot of guys with the NBA have to understand. And I loved it, you know, um, just like FIBA, right? Mm-hmm. They have all these leagues over there, and guys are able to make good money all the way around the board. All the way around the board. So, you know, the mantra of the NBA growing, maybe they felt like since CBA was giving out $100,000 contracts and nice six figures, you know, high five, high five, high six figure contracts now, and guys getting endorsements in the CBA. So, you know, 
um, maybe the NBA felt like it was a threat because at the time, guys still want to get to the NBA. Right. So, you know, um, I didn't feel the CBA was ever a threat. It's just another place where you can still be at home and still make some good money and still want to get to the NBA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and that's what happened. He became he became in control of the CBA and then bankrupt, bro. So, and, <laughs> and that's what they're doing to the ABA in the USA too, man. I'm telling you, bro, like, it's... It's, it's crazy, but, you know, um, you can't blame the NBA for everything, right? You only can. Look, look, these people that's in control of these leagues know what they can and can't do. Um, uh, you could grow your league just like any other league. You know what I'm saying? But the thing can is, you? if you if you want to mess with the NBA, mm-hmm. NBA is more than just bad. You got guys that have been in the NBA a lot of years. You got guys that haven't been in the NBA a lot of years. But this it's a it's a fraternity. It's all respected. So when dealing with the NBA, you can't disrespect anybody who steps in that realm and you want you want the NBA to respect all these aspects of these leagues that's coming up around it. Okay. You can't disrespect nobody. And then think, well, since they got something going on and they're respecting this society, the NBA just going to respect what they're doing. No, it's been an entity for a long, long time. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like if you want the NBA to be a part of anything, you know what I mean? You got to understand you can't disrespect no aspect. You got to play the game. Yeah, you got to play the game, period. You know what I mean? You want NBA players a part of these other leagues? Um and ex-NBA players are part of these other leagues. You know, uh, they played in this league called the NBA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's almost like um, if you want to get a league going, just, it, it's just certain nuances in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you got to do it a certain it, way. Yeah, bro. This is, you got to do stuff a certain way. You know, just the like NBA is like death row. Yeah, it's a governed body, bro. Yeah, See, it's, this, it's, and that's what the people it's, not it's understand. It's the top of the mountain. It's one of the top of the. It's a gut. It's more than just basketball. And people really want to just say it's just basketball. You're a basketball player, shut up and play ball. It's not like that. It's not like that because the majority of them dudes that play in the NBA went to school. So to act like they ain't been to school and they got a mind and, and they can talk and, and be educated and, and everything else is is ridiculous. Yeah, so, I feel you. On you that. know, yeah, you know what I mean. Is 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 ridiculous. And then, you know. Uh, so how, how do you end up getting to the NBA? I mean, you got to build relationships. You got to build relationships. You, no, no, you, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, you personally. Oh, how did I get to the NBA? Yeah. Well, you know, um, like I said, I was always highly a highly touted player. And, and um, getting to that league, like I said, you, you meet somebody within that realm. You got to build relationships, bro. You got to build good relationships. Like I said, it's more than just basketball. You got to build good relationships and uh, and work on your talent and work on your skills every day. And they got to they got to understand that's your livelihood. You know what I mean? To make it mm-hmm. to any to make it to any pinnacle or top of whatever you're doing, man. It's almost like you got you to be willing to give your life too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you want you you want this thing to happen. This is your life. You know what I'm saying? So with that involved, you you got to respect certain things. You know what I mean? You got to like relationship building. You got to find the right person to to talk to, and then you got to have that mentor, and then you got to be in that gym like it's a work day. Do you understand? Hmm. Take this for instance. Say they may open the gym at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. 5 30 in the morning whatever time that gym open you in there at that time say practice don't start till 7 30 8 8 o'clock or something nine o'clock, you know what i mean mm-hmm. we in there just like a job bro we in there from like six in the morning seven in the morning we go in to get breakfast bring in lunch bagels for everybody else who about to come in that gym or they got some stuff set up they got it for you to win so it's almost like you get up in the morning, you go to the facility, that's your office. 
you get in there, you put in work. They got TVs in there. You can chill out in there. They got you got you got food in there. You got you know you got everything to for you to be better in the NBA. So when you in there, it's just like work, man. You work on your skills every day. You maybe take a little break or whatever. Talk to the talk to the Zex, talk to whoever in the gym, get to know some things, and get mm-hmm. right back in that gym. We in there until until maybe three, four from from seven in the morning. Oh damn. And then you never know. You might want to come back and, and put up some shots late at night. But you know, you got to they got to know you you're, you're fully committed to this life. You know what I'm so, saying? They got to know you, you know, you're taking this thing serious. And, so you and didn't this get is what's drafted. Important. You got you went in as a free agent? Yeah, I could I couldn't yeah, I, I, I couldn't really get drafted because I went into the draft after after like a year after I, I left I right? Okay. So I went to Michigan State. I had a little little trial and tribulations leaving Iowa with with a with a coach there. I'm not. I don't even want to give him no um, platform right now. Actually, it's not. It's not that type of person to me. Um, but the story will evolve and come out more and more. You know, it's more shows. You know, it's a pinnacle story, man. It's one of them stories you, you know, about that really at the okay. end of the day. And it's a I good story, you. man. You know what I mean? It's my life right there. Uh, but, um, like I said, I didn't get drafted, uh, after I didn't get drafted, what's crazy, like I said, the NBA called my home, talked to my mom, um, talked to my family just to let them know, like, <laughs> this is crazy, like, I'm gonna still be in the runnings, like, I gotta go through the rigmarole of certain okay. things, you know what I'm saying, um, like I said, that's why I, you know, I, I went over to the state. Mike Garland, Tom Izzo, great people. Great people. Then I stayed in that NBA realm. You know, summer league, programs, going to workouts, mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to private NBA workouts, having okay. NBA guys come in, work out with you. You got to keep, like, even if you ain't drafted and you ain't, you, you know, uh, you, you still got a lot of skill. You got to keep yourself around that talent. You got to keep yourself in that mix. Right. You know, it just don't happen. It just don't happen for you like that. Um, literally, I'm, I was going to Chicago. I'm going to hoops, man. The legendary hoops getting invited there. I'm going down there playing with, um, let's see, Antoine Walk- Walker, of course, Will Bynum, my guy, oh, Sean cool. Marion coming down. You oh. know, Chicago got a lot of NBA guys. And then, yeah, you do. damn, I'm you not know, sure what happened. I'm still on. We good? Yeah, it, for okay. some reason you just disappeared and came right back. So, so we used to have this night session at Hoops and at Chicago Af- prestigious athletic club. We have Hoops at night from like we start about maybe ten o'clock. I think it was late mm-hmm. night run. We we're ball until two in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next morning we have athletic club at eight in the morning, seven in the morning. Mm. All NBA guys and top talent. So, and then at those runs, NBA scouts used to come to those private runs. Okay. So, it was this one private run we had at Hoops. I'm gonna tell you this story. Um, it was me. I probably was playing. Uh, I, I think Ryan Hollis was on my on my team at this time. Okay. It was like in it was like in the summer of '05, bro. Um, I was going against Antoine Walker. Janeiro Pargo, Tony Allen, it was like Will Bynum. They had a they had a mon- they had a monster squad. Right. But um I was, you know, I was a highly touted player, man. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, they always wrote me up as like, you know, a player playing like MJ. Um me and you know, me and Kobe, he was a year ahead of me. Um very similar games. Very similar games, bro. Um, of course, you know. I idolized my game after MJ, of course. That's somebody, you know, I idolized in life. So, you know, at that run, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was busting a little ass, bro. They can you look, it won't nobody deny it. Won't nobody mm-hmm. nobody. We was going to like seven or eight. I think I scored seven out of them eight points, or six or seven, six out of those seven points. It was to a point that game, um, uh Myers that played with Chicago Bulls was a, became a coach and a scout. What's his name? Myers. Uh, uh, he was number twenty. 
Um, matter of fact, he was on the baseline. It was several, several. It was uh, Lando Magics, Milwaukee Bucks, the Bulls, the Pistons. Okay. I think the Suns. It was our late night run. Okay. And I guess you know I was going off. I mean, I was like the dudes I was playing with. I mean, I, I guess they wasn't moving enough or whatever, however you want to call right. it. You was doing your thing. But yeah, so. So I remember Myers. This, he was on, he was under our rim. He was like, "Man, he good, but uh, I wish he passed the ball." So <laughs> I heard it right. So uh-huh. as we came back down the court, somebody finally did a cut, and I did like this no look pass, bounce pass, and I'm like, "If somebody move, like I don't, I mean, I know you a scout, but they not moving." So I I dished my man the ball, and he made the layup. So I came down for this last point. Long three, long two-pointer. We was playing ones and twos, three-pointers, mm-hmm. twos, you know, whatever. Twine was out there on me. I came in, drained in in this cup, and ended the game. Right after that game, Myers stepped right off the court from the Chicago Bulls, came straight up to me along with other scouts, but he reached to me first and was like, don't come down here no more. You're coming up to Berto. We're bringing you into the Bulls for the summer. This, is, this, this down here is done. You did your job. So then, like, right after that, um, my guy, uh, Gennaro Pargo, my bro, my bro, he was mm-hmm. just like, man, I know you're coming from the south. Because I was living in Chicago at that time. I was living on the south side. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I mean, I know you're coming from the south, but look, you can uh, – I know you're coming from the south. Until you get up – until they put you in the hotel, you come up there and, you know, stay out there with me at, at the house, when, you know, near the practice center and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's when his brother was at Gonzaga doing this, like his last year at Gonzaga. He's about to come into the draft himself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, so you know, I, I want to definitely thank my guy Gennaro Cargo for that man because he he's still balling too, though. Yeah, I think he's a he balling, but I think he's coaching. Um, I, I think he was either with Memphis Grizzlies last year or something. He's 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 like coaching, training or something in the NBA right now. Okay, but you know, I'll be, be seeing his Instagram page, and he still be balling though. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still get it in. Got a J, got a flamer, and all. Oh That's my, my guy. God. When I say Man, we was battling, we was we was literally battling. And then after practice, we go to his house and play NBA Live all night. We be like, <laughs> that was that was the thing to do. See, when you when you going for your dreams, man, you went out and kicked a little bit, but we was man, we was kicking it because we got to wake up in the morning. We had training. We had practice early in the morning, like six thirty, seven in the morning. Training. So we in there all day. So you know, so that's when one of my legendary So when did you get gyms. to the NBA? Um. Well, I got to the NBA. Well, you know, if you want to call it the G League the NBA, it was really like two thousand two, two thousand one. Okay. But uh, what a lot of people don't know in two thousand four, <laughs> I was actually the last release before. The Pistons started their league in 2004, so I actually should have been on that 2004 championship squad. Literally, wow. my bro. But I, I give all respects to those guys. I really came in there and bust my ass. Larry Brown loved me. Him and his coaching crew, they love me. But I, I'm gonna give a lot of respect to Joey D. Like he came to me uh, before they started the season. He came to me before preseason preseason started. Was like, look, man, you did great this summer, man. Uh, but we really need a big man, and I'm looking to make some trades. So you know, Rob, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, gave me the gave me the gave me what it was, and and that was my last reign there in 2004. So when 2005 came around, the Bulls brought me. I actually, I actually should have been, I actually should have went back to the because you know that was they really wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2005, really, when the Bulls brought me in, brought me in the summer league, and then in 2006. The Pistons signed me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, it took it took them two years because actually in 2005, when I was with the Bulls, the Pistons called the Bulls and they told them I was there with them. So I actually mm. should have went back to the Pistons. I would I, I would have signed a little bit earlier because <laughs> mm-hmm. they were looking for me. But they came and signed me in 2006, bro, and brought me a part of the squad, bro. So, you know, um, I want to definitely thank Joe Dumars and John Hammond for that. You know what what I mean? was that like, man? That had to be dope. Man, that, that was super dope because 
I got to I got to get on with my guys. Like you know, Rip Hamilton. Uh, that dude. That dude was definitely a blessing, man. Rip Hamilton, very good friend of mine. That's my bro, all day. Uh, Chauncey played with Chauncey. That's the brother Rasheed. That's my dog right there, Rasheed. <laughs> uh, Lindsey Hunter. You know, Lindsey Lindsey been in Michigan for a long time. He was, you know, he got drafted by the Pistons. Yeah, so, I remember him and Allen Houston he, got drafted the same he, year. Right, so he'd been to several different teams and came back to the Pistons then. That was my yeah. bro. That was, you yeah. know, he seen me come up in high school. You know what he I mean? Jackson so, State, right? Yep, yep, yep. He seen me come up in high school. So that was my guy. Uh, uh, old head Dale Davis was there. Uh, <laughs> Antonio McDice. Antonio McDice was my plane mate. Like when we get on the plane to go for trips and shit, uh, that was like my, my roommate. And then like uh, Max Hill and Rashid and it was off to the right, but Antonio McDice was there. Your man uh, used to be ridiculously nice until he got hurt. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah, it was cool. McDice was man. nasty. Yep, exactly, bro. So I had a dope squad, man. You know what I mean? We we had we it was a they well rounded great guys, bro. It showed me a lot. And then, you know, you know what it is, man. You know what it is. <laughs> how long how long were you with the Pistons? Man, I was with them for majority of the uh the whole preseason and then um you know right after that i actually went out to utah okay after that All for right. a minute you know what i mean um so i say a year it's a year with them but really it was like two years with them, because okay. what people don't understand when you're in the nba you go to these all these different teams during your summer they may pay you it's more than just the in-season play and then you got people who work in the NBA, that feels like they're part of the NBA. But when you when you're a player, you get brought in for all these workouts and all these uh, just to be in the realm because mm-hmm. you're a part of this fraternity. Now, when you're on the outside looking in, it's hard to get in that piece. I know, you know, when you're on the outside looking in and you're trying to get 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 under that NBA envelope, mm-hmm. you got to you got to build easy. somebody. Yeah, even if you know some NBA guys. It's, they got to bring you into the gym and hopefully you can get a workout and then take you serious. But NBA is very cutthroat, bro. Like they bring you in for that summer and sing, it don't matter. Like if you, if you're not going to keep our team up to par, you can't even be there in the summer. Don't matter yeah. how good you think you, go. you are. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they, they you know, once you're on the envelope, they pay you. All right. So when you come in for workouts, the- when you ain't under that envelope, you don't get you don't get none of that double down. <laughs> you get the experience with the yeah, NBA. You get the experience. You don't get to, you don't get none of that double down. And that's yeah. over. You get into yeah. the to, to the business world. Um, yeah, don't forget I played with the Harlem Globe in the midst of being in the NBA too. That was a segue, kind of getting into the NBA. Who did you play with in the Globe Trotters? You're right about that too. I was about to skip right over that and go uh, straight to the water. Uh, who was on my team? Uh, I remember uh, Showbiz. I don't know if you remember Showbiz. That was yeah, the legendary uh, Harlem uh, uh, Show. Wait, 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 are you talking about Showbiz from uh, 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 and One? Well, no, he's a Harlem. He, they call him Showbiz. He's a, he's okay. a. Uh, let's see. He he done all the silly jokes and the pranks. And he was doing the trick shots from the uh, from the half floor from the half court. I played with G. Gervin on. You remember a uh, George Gervin son? Okay. G. Gervin. Uh, another player named his name was Jimmy Hunter, Snap Hunter. He was actually with the Pacers for a brief time. Okay. Um, uh, he was all he should have went to Memphis. He was he was highly touted out of the South. Uh, six four guard, he can score. Mm. What other legendary? Per- oh, what's I don't it, know if y'all remember like Paul McPherson. A- you remember Paul McPherson from Chicago that played with Denver Nuggets for a minute? And I think so. I think so. What's yeah, it like we being on, on the, the Globetrotters though? It's a. Let's see, man. It's it's, it's kind of hard to. I don't, it's not hard to explain, man. It's it's fun being on a on a on the Globe Charters. It's like a. It, it, it's a wild experience because it's fun every day. You got to think about it. When every every NBA gym we go to, mm-hmm. we play twice a day. Every top college we go to, we twice a day. Any a high school or small gym we go to is once we we do once once a day, but okay. it's a party and it's and it's hard work every day. 
hard work every day, bro. We, you got to stay working on your rings, your schemes, your ball handling. Um, I was there for, definitely for the shooting and, and, and playing in the game. Okay. Um, there's a couple sides of Harlem Glow. You know what I mean? There's, you know, it's all entertainment. But what's so crazy, what I didn't know is the segue to the NBA. They bring NBA scouts to your practice every day. We, we probably yeah. had like 10. Yeah, when we scrimmage in practice and we had our ballers, ballers, we they have they probably had like 10 NBA scouts in the gym for every practice in every city we roll into. Because you got to think about it. We played in NBA gyms, too. So okay. it might it might during the winter season, it might be a game that next day after we in the gym. But when we roll into that town uh, for a Harlem Glow event, man, it's nothing but Harlem Glow. Nothing. You, you don't think there's any other basketball going on when you're playing for the Harlem Globe. And that, and that was the crazy experience to me because everywhere we went, it, they just made sure it was Harlem Globe name, something Harlem Globe this, Harlem Globe that. Man, they've been around for a long time. Like, I remember yeah. Curly Neal and them, like, back in my day. And yeah. Oh, my a God. Long that was an experience going to as a kid. Yeah. A long while. Long while. Um, so how long were you with the Globetrotters? I did that for a year, bro. You only could do. I did that for a winter spell. Okay. So when you're doing Harlem Globetrotter stuff, it's something with, with when you're playing competitive ball. It's okay when you like trying to get to the NBA. And you're playing a series of ball. It's good for. It's good to do that for maybe one or two years. Then you got to get back to that other ball. Right. But if you if you do Harlem Globe kind of too long, you get caught up in that. In, in that type of world, and the other world don't think you're taking yeah, they don't that take world you serious, serious no more. And yeah. they don't understand Harlem Globe is serious ball, bro. Like, is this some okay? You you may get us to do some rings, but major excuse me, majority of that stuff besides the ring, man, it's it's serious playing, bro. That's what I was brought in for. So that was an eye opener for me. Harlem Globe is a unique world, bro. It's a unique world, man. And, and uh, I was happy to be a part of it and, and glad I was a part of it. Um, the guy who brought me in was Milton Barnes okay. and another guy named Chad. Uh, he was the GM for um, the Harlem Globe. He got this word in through a friend of mine, through family from Iowa. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, one of my bros is, you know, like engaged with her. Her name is Beatrice. She played for the University of Iowa, but knew somebody okay. with the Harlem Globe. And I was around there for the summer and I was playing with this XBA team that was in Iowa, bro. Like, <laughs> it was an XBA pro team, just something to stay busy, keep money in my – we was paid every week, you know, a pro team. Mm -hmm. So it was becoming like the second week, and I was actually getting tired of that that league and that, you know. And we was on a away trip coming from, I think, Omaha, uh, Nebraska, somewhere far. And on the way back, I got a call from the Harlem Globe. Hmm. I got a call from um, Milton Barnes. He used to coach at Eastern Michigan. And and it was so crazy. On his way out, I, his per request was to bring me on because he was bringing me on anyway, but he was getting released. Oh, damn. So, yeah, that next day they flew me into um, they flew me into uh, Quad Cities. You know, that's the, that's the middle part of Iowa and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the border of Iowa and Illinois. And they had a game at Quad Cities Arena. And I played my first Harlem Globe charter game at the Bulls United Center that next day. You know what I mean? So that next day, I had to get ready. My I had one day of practice, bro. You have, you got that's you crazy. You got to get to the Harlem Globe. You got to get to the Harlem Globe charter and stay on your toes, bro. Not see, you got to stay on your toes, man. Like they will bring you in that day and release you that day. When I say that's the most cutthroat ball I've ever seen, that's the most cutthroat. They don't care if they flew you in. The Man, Globe they, Trotters? Look, the Globe Trotters don't play with their name, bro, and what you do. I got – because, you know, I'm a good shooter. I mean, of course uh -huh. I play. But, you know, I led the Big Ten, and and me and Joe Crispin, pretty much we led the Big Ten in three-point percentage. I led okay. my team in three-point percentage. When I played okay. pro, any team I, part of, I pretty much came a part of, I led in – in, in field goal or three-point percentage. And um, the Harlem Globe definitely brought me in for that besides the rest of the game. So they brought me in to, to shoot the long shots during certain rings. You know what I mean? And you got to knock those boys down. You can't 
just be they bring you on. You ain't knocking them them game time boys down. Um, uh, you, you, when they're cut throat, bro. <laughs> I see some real cutthroat stuff go on with the Harlem Globe, and they don't play with their name. Oh, I would, I would never be, guess that. Yeah, you got to be on point with what you do. What, what really actually had me stay on there the full year, because when you there, you're shaky, bro. I ain't going to lie. Unless you unless you signed on for a full year, multi-year, and you mm-hmm. get and you want to do all the rings, those dudes are safe. But the dudes they bring in for like the, the, the competitive, the super competitive side on the Harlem Globe, to okay. play against the generals, to play against those guys, dude, it's cutthroat because you may be in there for certain rings, but if you're in there for a ring, you better make your bucket or come close to making it every time or you up out of there. So what kept me, though, is I was a team. You got to be okay. a team. You got to be a team player in every aspect of anything you do. You got to be a team player. So we went to eat somewhere, and um, it was like three three places: <clears throat> KFC, Hardee's, Pizza Hut. I'm the only one that went to Pizza Hut. I walked into Pizza Hut. As soon as I walked in, I had my Harlem Globe Charter gear on, bro. The, the lady straight like, "Get out of here! You're not no Harlem Globe. You walking in with all this Harlem Globe like she was straight up dissed your boy, like dissed <laughs> me, B. I'm like for real. So you know." I said, oh, yeah, just come here. I just did this. I said, come here, walk outside with me. So when she walked outside, she seen that huge tour bus, bro. She mm-hmm. seen, she lost her mind. was like, I give everybody free pieces, pop, and all this. If I can just come on a bus and take a picture. So I was like, hey, I'm going to do that. Because we have this team manager in <laughs> Oh, dude, man, Doc or something, man, he rarely smiled. You you know, you really didn't talk to this dude like that unless you've been on the Harlem Globe for some years, bro. Right. So, you know, me, I'm I'm a cool cat, bro. I'm going to talk to anybody. I don't mean, I hear what they're saying, but I'm, I'm finna come and talk at you. So I got on the bus. I looked at him. I was like, Doc. He said, what's up, young fella? He said, man, I got the piece of her lady. She want to give everybody pieces and pops and, and, and piece of bread if she could just come on the bus and take a picture. He raised his eyebrow and said, he said, bring her on, young fella. That's what we talking about. <laughs> Dude, soon after we got off that bus ride, they came up to me and was like, you don't have nothing. Oh, I was walking off the bus. I was coming off the bus to our hotel and the GM and, the, and my man stopped me was like, look, you don't got nothing to worry about. You on with us for this whole ride. See, that's the type of stuff we like, young fella. It ain't just about basketball. It's, it's, it's team camaraderie, and you and you definitely displayed that. And all the fellas happy. And all the fellas came up. I mean, they got their money and stuff like that, but they was gracious. Everybody on the team was gracious, even the vets and all that stuff. So you know, that was that was an eye opener, and that what kept me on that team. And I was, mm-hmm. but and then that made it comfortable for me to hit all my. You know what I'm saying? I'm comfortable yeah, now. I, I got comfort zone like now. I know I get. I'm seeing dudes come in, get cut left and right. I'm looking like, whoa. They, these boys ain't playing. You know what I mean? We had our own little boom boom room at night. You know what I'm saying? You got to develop. Like when you come in these towns, man, you may be in these towns for a day or you in there for a week. So, <clears throat> you know, some of these towns we didn't have to, you know, pay for food. Like Harlem Glow was a great experience, man. I I, I won't take nothing away from it. Man. Anybody can ever get a chance to be on a Harlem Globe as a baller, go be on a Harlem Globe. So, so you go from Harlem Globe, and then and let's jump to RX Water. Okay, for sure. How, how did that come about? <clears throat> RX Water. I had a show I, w- I had to do in um, Chicago a few years back. Um, uh, the uh, the Rico No Suave show. Soon as I got off that show, man, they called in on that show, and um, you know we made we made some things happen. And come to find out, you know, of course I wanted to endorse the product, but I. They told me some more stuff they wanted to do, and and it was some stuff that I could do for them on the business end, and that would made me actually be a part of the the water brand. And then when I finally taste the product, man, this this alkaline water is like no other water, bro. No other water, no other water. It really okay. hydrates you on the way down. It doesn't fill your stomach up like most water do. Fill your stomach up and then trying to hydrate you where you got this bloated. So. 
Mm-hmm. It, has, it has no sodium. It has no fluoride. So you're not going to feel none of that bloated feeling. It's vegan. Um, like I said, it's alkaline. And what it does, man, it, like we got testimonies of people losing weight off of it, getting rid okay. of migraines, helping your kidney, helping cancer. It's really backed by doctors, so that's why we call it RX Water, bro. So I'm just trying to keep this world healthy, bro. If I could do that, you know, do my part, that's really what it is. And I'm all about alkaline water, bro, because it okay, really so does the trick for your body. Is that you and Method Man, or is that you, Method Man, and a team of yeah. others? Yeah, I'm, I'm a partner. Um, I have another partner um, from RX Midwest. They can go follow RX Midwest and, and uh, drink RX on Instagram. Those are my partners and Harry, uh, those guys. Um, <clears throat> I got brought in as a vested partner. Um, so, you know, and to do distribution and, okay. you know, and, and, and build the business some more. So, you know, that's really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Just pushing that water and, um, and, and making sure my people are healthy, even in my own city and in surrounding cities. And people okay. don't understand it's 9.5 and it really is. There's a lot of waters out there. That's saying they're that, but they're not, and they're getting sued, and they're not really that healthy for you. Our water is really medically back, and it really does justice for your body. So anybody out there, if you see it in any 7-Elevens, we're on Walmart.com, we're on Amazon. We may be in your mom's and pop's store. Um, Just when, you know, in all participating stores, just look out for us. And if they're not in your store, tell that story. Y'all need to bring in RX. Okay. And, we'll and you also got uh you just did another uh product. Oh yeah, my right? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a new product, man. Matter of fact, oh, I got I got it right here in front of me. I can I can actually bust it out. Okay. Let's let's, so, let's see what you got. So I got this new product, man, called Go Nuts, bro. It's the best shaver body groomer on the planet. It doesn't have your usual, your usual scissor cutting action. Your usual scissor cut, scissor cutting action. You can use it in the shower. You can use it dry. Um, you can use it. Uh, I'm gonna open it up for you guys. You can use it. You know, wet or dry, bro. And it is literally the best product, bro. Literally, I'm gonna open it up. Okay. Um, here you go. I don't know if you guys see this. Yeah, I can see that. So, so it's a little. It's it's the sizes of it. Just put it in there. It's the size of, check it out, secure it. It's the size of a tennis ball, literally, bro. You know what I mean? Magnet detachments to take detachment off. Easy magnet, easy put on. You can start it up. It's like, oh, all it takes is the button, turn it on and turn it off. And then you can even lock it when you're in travel mode so you won't be losing the juices and battery. Okay. So when that red light click on, that means it's in lock mode. So it won't cut on and off, but if you hold it for three seconds, cut on and off. Now it's off on lock mode, and you can use it however you want to use it. Use it all over your body, bro. This right here, I love this thing, man, because you can travel with it. Use it in the car. You, I mean, anywhere. Suffice. And it has one more attachment to it besides this attachment to it. Like, I can mm-hmm. take this off. And put on just one big attachment, one one shaving thing, get the whole body going. But it's oh, it's damn. a unique model, bro. And what comes along with it? Take this out. Of course, it has a a unique charging case where you can sit right the ball right on top of there and it's charging. It has this US USB and oil in the pack. Okay. And it has a Nutsack for you to travel with it. Go nutsack. Y'all go crazy with this boy. This definitely my new product. It was created and invented by actually by a black man, man. His name is Landon, man. Um, very good guy. Okay. Uh partner with him on this product here. And you can follow us man, on Instagram. The underscore go nuts on Instagram. You can follow it on TikTok. Right now we're getting a lot of views off that TikTok. Two hundred thousand views, and they actually right now on TikTok going crazy for it um so this is my first time showing the public that i'm a part of this product here man um but it's a great product to have uh i i, I hope everybody go out and, 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 and you take care of your body if you do 
go ahead and go get you this body, this uh, Go Nuts product body shaver. It's the best thing for you. No, no irritation, no pinching, no pulling. Um, it's the great. It's great for the body, literally, Dope. literally good for the Dope. body. And I know it if a brother invented this, it ain't gonna even fuck up in, our skin. No, even in the sensitive spots. You know what I'm talking about. Even in the sensitive spots, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to worry about a nick, a scrape, or a scratch. Yeah, I'm talking about there or down there. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm talking about all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and you can go to uh intellectually petty uh radio website or whatever and, and go hit that link he put up there or go to his page and hit that link. Hit that link, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But go nuts, man. Go nuts over this product. Yeah, go I got a uh I posted on the intellectually petty radio uh fan page on Facebook. Um, and I'll have it up on the website soon too. Um, and I also shared it on my personal page, but I'm not gonna let y'all niggas know my personal page is. You either know or you don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, let them let the people know you got Chief on the page right now, baby. It's about to be worldwide, man. Oh, it's absolutely about to be worldwide. But you can go to intellectuallypettyradio.com. And it'll be intellectuallypettyradio.com. Man, go check my guy Jobs out. He's doing some great things. He got some great shows coming up, y'all. You see, yeah. you got Malcolm, Malcolm Jamal Warner. He got him coming on. He just got off with Deshaun, man. So I'm right yeah. in the middle of the goodness right now. I appreciate you guys for having me on, bro. I appreciate you for having no, me no, on, man. Michael. Come on, man. You family, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And you Yo, know what? What's Let up? them know, man. We got to get this comedy session, man. You know, I got I got a great comedy friendship and comedy world going on, bro. You know, like Foolish My People, Jay Will. Marlon Mitchell, Mike Wilbon, you know, Mike Wilbon, you know, the funny man from Chicago, mm -hmm. B-Code, D-Code, man, we got to do something, bro. They Let ready, me know. They ready. I Let got Marlon know. Mitchell. My guy, Marlon Mitchell, he going to bring on the Wolves, man. That's my guy. Marlon Mitchell, out of Chicago. He played on a movie, too. Y'all got to look him up, man, with some, with some legendary comedians. So when I was in Chicago, you know that story I was telling you about with the, with the Bulls? Mm -hmm. So that whole, it was so crazy. That whole month, like before I got on with the Bulls, I'm 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 at, I'm at hoops. I had Marlon Mitchell, dude. He was taking me to all his comedy spots. So I actually met, you know, got to kick it with Corey Holcomb. Oh, that's before dope. he got before he got his Hollywood, he was. We took him to the airport to, when he was leaving out to Hollywood, bro. That's how long I've been knowing these dudes, man. Marlon mm -hmm. Mitchell, B Cole, D Cole, D Ray. I used to go see them at the pizza joint, man. When I, I lived in Dalton, Illinois, it's a pizza joint right around the corner from me. We used to see these dudes every weekend. And Marlon Yo. Mitchell used to be the and Marlon Mitchell was the host of this comedy show at this pizzeria in Dalton. So if you if you're in Chicago too, man, fuck with Just Nash. Uh, she's been on the show a couple of times, and Marcus Shark. Okay. There's a couple of people I know, uh, com comedians out of Chicago. Gotta okay, them cool. Some love too. Well, shoot, they need to go. They probably know Marlon Mitchell. He's that dude out there. He's the host. He's the segue. If they, if they doing anything in comedy, the guy out there, Marlon Mitchell, he's the dude because he put on the shows and he hosts and he bring all these legendary people back. Okay. Well, tap me in, you know? Yeah, I got um, you. It, I got if you. people want to get in touch with you, how they go about doing that? Man, if they want to get in touch with me, man, y'all can follow me at Chief One Love, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. On LinkedIn, Robert L. Griffin Jr. On Facebook, Robert Griffin. On everything else, uh, Chief in the Building. YouTube, Chief in the Building. TikTok is Chief in the Building. Um, and Instagram, Chief in the Building. That's my new page, bro. But um, follow RX Water, Drink RX, and RX Midwest, and, and the underscore go nuts, man. We're about to, we're doing something big. And one other thing, end up. So I'm, I'm a partner and consultant with Indo Vibe and Adrian, bro. Um, Don is the founder. Um, Jason Heron is the other partner out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're doing some great things. And Adrian, man, you know, let your people know. They want to want to fire this dispo to go to clean cut and healthy cannabis and keeping you right. Go to Indo out there in Adrian. Yo, I, I, my peoples, my family really 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 like that guy as far as that's concerned in detroit uh we'll talk about it yeah like, yeah, like yeah when i say that, that guy he's that guy bro um yeah, I, I don't know man listen i do this nationally i'm on a global platform i didn't even speak about that i'm on a global I platform i don't know about bro. global i'm talking about in detroit 
He that bro, nigga. I, I I hear you. I hear you, bro. I I hear you, right? Now I hear you, right? <laughs> so I don't try to be that. In the cannabis space, it's always been a social thing. I help mm-hmm. a lot of major brands get state to state to state to state, from out of Michigan into Michigan. So you know, there's a lot of people that want to say they this and that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that, bro. I do this business. I know who I know, and if they good with me, then they, then they, then they the stuff. We're talking, we're talking about it. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah, come on, bro. We already tapped in, man. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. I like. I got to, I, like I got to get out of here, man. I know you got shit to do too. Um, yeah. And I really, I know, I know about the shit you was talking about, you, the meeting you just had. Not yeah. going to cat out the bag. No. I can say I met with Trevor and, and the Tony Hawk Foundation. I'm going to just say that. And then I'm going to leave it at that. And I met with Tony uh, Alva, the other legendary skater. Just I'm going to just leave it at that, bro. But I ain't going to put out the business names who are going to come a part of this. But there's some great things going on. Oh, that, that, that alone, bro. You just mentioned that name right there. That's the GOAT. Yeah. That's the GOAT's GOAT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. get any any bigger in any other arena than than yeah. Tony Hawk. Anyway, uh, man, love that fucking game too, bro. Oh, I used to be addicted to that shit. Actually, I still play Tony Hawk. I got that shit on the Xbox. Oh my god, man, I still play that shit from time to time. Anyway, bro, you already know, man. Super appreciate super you, appreciative god. of you coming on, bro. Uh, love the shirt. Indo. I got to get one of those too, man. Indo Indo Epic vibes, bro. Yeah. Indo. Definitely got to get one of those, man. Um, yes, I need some fucking water, bro. Hit me up. I got you, bro. You know I'm gonna send you. Up. I got you. I got you. Yes, I need this shit, man. Hey, I thought I would have what? Oh, it's in the backpack. It shows y'all the water, RX water. I couldn't even. Hey, hold come up. on, man. What are we doing, bro? We got we gotta have some RX water, bro. See a water bottle, bro. What are we doing, man? Come on, man. Yeah, I know, man. Chief, what we doing, bro? Man, I told you, you know, I, I just left this meeting, bro. That's why I'm sitting in this car with you. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on today, bro. You know, I'm, just, I'm just catching it. You feel me? I'm not mad at you, bro. I, I yeah, here we go. Here we go, man. See, that's what, so, there, there, there we go. Yeah, we got to get that in there. So turn, turn it a little bit so we can see that RX. RX that's, that's what man. I'm talking about. Yes. It's, you need that in your motherfucking life. We sponsor USA Boxing and WBC. We we, we we do this Olympic thing, man. You see it ultra purified, alkaline, mineral balanced, enhanced, no fluoride or sodium. You know what I mean? Vegan. We electrolytes. We we good, man. Ain't no sports drink better than this. I don't care if they I don't care what sports drink anybody talk. Ain't no sports drink better than this, bro. No doubt, yeah. man. If you out yeah. there, go get that shit right now. Man, and if they ain't got it, tell them you need that shit in your life. Yeah, you did. No doubt. All right. On that note, bro, much love. Truly, truly appreciate you. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be talking, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. you man. Know. Um, you on that note, man, me. you already know, man. Enjoy. You got another show tonight at 9 o'clock. Who's, yeah, who's, yeah. Whose show is that? That's the uh, weekly dose of Dano, man. It's going to be streaming on E360, Roku, Fire Stick, YouTube, Apple TV, streaming live. So Yeah, see, I need that Roku type of shit. I ain't got that. You know what? I got you. I'm going to lock you in, bro. I need that that love. Anyway, man, let me get out of here, man. Uh, Shout out to the Nerve DJs, man. Y'all already know, man. One of the biggest DJ pools in the galaxy. Um, Shout out to... uh, Big Health, DJ Johnny O, uh, DJ Squirt, the whole nine, and man. I want to shout out somebody, my bro, man, right here. Now, I wouldn't be able to do have to be out of the feed and the stuff y'all get to see if I didn't have a good a business partner with me, man, my bro, Shree, man. Follow him at AXDCTV and anxiously disconnected. You feel me? All right, no doubt, man. Make sure they follow me, man, too. Yeah. Intellectually Petty Radio on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and I'm on threads now, too. You know. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I got threads, too, popping yeah. off right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We ain't fucking with Twitter no more. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, that's why Twitter was mad. They had a skit for that, right? Yo, your man yeah, is trying to sue skit. and everything. I didn't see the skit. You didn't see the skit with uh, no. Elon Musk. Did we see it? it was an Elon Musk and my, who, who owned oh, Adam, the dude who owned Facebook. Yo, you so got to show they, they got to look bro. at 
Dude, the shit was funny, bro. <laughs> no, I see that shit. <laughs> it, it, no, they like my man from Facebook pushed Elon Musk because Elon was like, "Oh, oh, you got threads, man? Fuck that threads." He said, <laughs> Oh no, you gotta see this kid. It's funny. It's a pretty good skit. All right, man. Let me get out of here, man. Uh, yes, sir, bro. Yeah, have a good one, man. Always, yes, sir. Man. Appreciate Salute, you. bro. Appreciate it. Salute, man. Thank you. No doubt. Me. Oh, come on, man. You already know. Yes, sir. Yep. Peace. Yeah, peace. Yo, shout out to Chief, man. Absolutely a dope, dope, dope individual. Make sure you go get some RX water. Um, and go get you a nut sack. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, man. But I'll have the uh <laughs> the, the link in the description on YouTube so you can go tap into that too. Um as always, man, shout out to my sponsor, M3X3 Clothing, man. Fred, man, yo, man, been fucking with y'all for a minute now, definitely over a year, man. It has been a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship. Um, shout out to Nerve DJs, man. You already know if I haven't said it enough today, man. DJ Johnny O, the OGs, OG, DJ T Rex, DJ, well, not DJ, but Big Hef, um, and DJ Squirt, and the whole family from coast to coast, from from planet to planet, from galaxy to galaxy. You already know this is Jobs, and you have tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, and I'm out.